1: Our interview last week was so good that we decided to turn it into a two-part series. If you missed last week, you'll find the link in the show notes. It's not mandatory that you listen, but we want to make sure that you don't miss out on this amazing conversation. Hi, everyone. It's Roxanne Durhach. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Today, I have a special colleague, uh, Kristin Envig, uh, here with us. She's in Switzerland, and she's going to talk to us today about an amazing organization that she started 25 years ago that's a person that's a long time to be dealing with women in leadership so thanks for coming uh, coming on to have this conversation with us today so to have an objective lens really and 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 to look at yourself and say you know what are my strengths what are my limitations um, yeah. what are the, what are the realities of this bureaucratic potential yeah. structure that I'm wanting to enter and yeah. um, to really, I, I, you know, in my new book, ROR, I talk a little bit about, you know, assessing your own skills as a, an authentic heart leader, really. Yeah. And we all, you know, as human beings, we love to look at our, our, our strengths, but we, you know, the, I, I believe the um, gift is in looking at your limitations and recognizing those things and figuring yeah. out, you know, what steps do I need? And then also, who do I need to surround myself with in order to get these skills too. And sometimes it may be a male colleague that- I know, know. know,
0: it's also that, you know. And uh, there was also something else that came to mind just before, and that is that there's many, many, many women now who are extremely well-educated. So young women do all over the world, um, at least in countries where you get access to education and so on. They do well at school, they get good grades. We have higher and higher education. So, And then we start working. Many women start working. And it's still about sort of doing the excellent job to get the good grade. To And, and we have to be careful so it's not too much about pleasing in the hope of being one day recognized for that good girl. So this is, I mean, I fell in that. I mean, There's a lot of people I know. And then years later, you're like, exhausted and burned out and and so I don't know how to how to get the younger women to 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 pick that up but it's an important part of um yeah this perfection and perfectionism this being there's something I think, I think the, you know the gen Zs and the gen xers
1: are more coming from the space of value alignment I could say yeah. that you know a lot of female leaders at my time we were on that treadmill. Absolutely. Right. And, but now I, when I meet younger female leaders, they'll say, you know, when I go for a situation or a, a, an interview, I'm looking for what, where's that value alignment with me? This
0: is, and this is so cool. now. And this Whereas, is, you know,
1: what yeah. earlier and you know, I'm thinking when I started, my career I was like, okay, well, I know where I want to get. So which hoops do I have to jump through to get that? And I'm just going to get it done. And now when I'm talking to younger female leaders, they're like, Well, I want to see what they're doing with the environment or in fact, I'd like to see, um, you know, how my leadership story, which I'm, you know, I'm talking to maybe somebody in their 20s and they're talking about their leadership story, which is really refreshing to hear because I'm thinking, I'm looking at a lot of female leaders that are older that are now figuring out what their leadership story was even though they've been embodying it all along. So I think it's in generationally, there is, I have experienced that I'm sure you have too. They're coming from a a place of strength that says, I bring these things. uh, I'm a female. um, However, I recognize there's limitations, but it's not about me. The ones that have done a bit of, you know, coaching and awareness and, you know, an awareness is such the gift that I think, um, you know, now it's kind of a bit of a given, right? You, you just, have the mentor, you you know, you do your coaching, you have that awareness, and you look at yourself holistically. Yeah. Versus before it was kind of like, How am I going to fit into this role? And you know, what am I going to do to morph myself yeah. into yeah. that? Yeah. You know.
0: I mean, I think and, and this is the great thing, and, and that's my recommendation for everybody younger. Also, make sure there is time for reflection in your life so that you have that awareness. So you build on your consciousness of the big picture of things also and and also this area of specialization i think no, it's it's it is important this wholeness because otherwise we almost get them um, it's not good for our brain to do only one thing we need to do several things so that our brain is stimulated more intelligent and more awake and that's important in these times so we don't you know become manipulated by news by corporate bosses or any of these things stay away stay alert so i also i, I I I talk a lot about something I call the Renaissance woman. It's like the Leonardo da Vinci of the Renaissance man, but it's the modern Renaissance woman. She has many different things she can do, and
1: um, and it's actually refreshing, right? To 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 look at it from that space, right? And now you think, you know, we're in you know twenty twenty two, and you know, ten years from now, what would what will be the possibilities? versus saying versus just focusing on the blocks that still exist, and I think you like to your point, we have to look on a macro level to yeah. to what are the impar- impediments that that stop us till today, and how can I become part of that solution in, in my in my purvey, like in my yeah. tenure as a leader, how is it that I can help others along the way because yeah. I, I now I have the skill and knowledge, you know, of wisdom. To be able to pass on yeah. and for other um you know leaders that are at the you know latter part of the curse, how are they giving back so let's talk a little bit about that because i think that i know that's what you're about i know that's what win is about <laughs> and i have been uh, you know um, for everybody listening I've, I've been fortunate i'm going to be speaking um at the win conference in 2022 in rome so i'm excited and i'll get to meet kristen and um and her uh you know her following <laughs> in rome but what is it that you're finding now, like we're talking about legacy, and I talk a lot about legacy um, leadership in my new yeah. book as well. What is it that you're finding now with um, kind of um, leaders that are kind of at the latter end of the career? What is it that they're doing or what is it that they can do to ensure that this passing of on of knowledge is done in a way that helps us kind of get to where we need to get?
0: Yeah, and that's such an important question, and it's pivotal. It's for the, for our future that this happens. And uh, um, I think what, what, what I try to do is to mix people at the conference, to invite people of different generations to come together. And some sessions we mix people. Other sessions segmented. Because not everybody is open to it either, so <laughs> so we need to work on continue to work on the mindsets that working with people different that can be generational, pigmentation, gender, LB, all the different ones. But what can the women who have experience do today? I mean, they can be a pillar of support for younger ones, listening to them, sharing with them, but also this capacity of listening. I have noticed over so many years of listening to many women that it's not only about having a voice. Yeah, it's about having a voice, but it's, it's that somebody listens to you. That's even more powerful. And and some women are even shocked just by being listened to. They like, ah, oh. so so that is something we can do for each other: listen to each other. Um, and then I think also if you are a resourceful woman, you know, put also some money into it. Like we have a whole scholarship program. I invite women from many different countries to come to be in uh, we, we spend a percentage of what we get into, even a visa office to get somebody from Himalaya or Cameroon to come into another country. So um, there are many things you can do to mentor women in, in, in situations of less, Resource, less resourceful women to actually bring everybody up so it's one thing you can do and continue to work on your own awareness and your own consciousness and heal uh, because I also meet women who have been around for a while that have given so much and they were also not heard and seen and valued so it's, it's about just get that off and, and clean up and go out there in the world and share your skills and, and also here the power of meeting now is also That we can start things any age. I met the other day a lady who just became a yoga teacher. She's 62. And somebody else does the same. She's 22. So it's like all is possible right now. And of course, there are some limitations and some differences. But if we can somehow be there for each other, if I can be inspired by someone young, I feel I can learn or be held by somebody who's older than me, or if I can be like enterp- inspired by a dynamic entrepreneurial north american woman grounded by my friend charity in nigeria uh heart based by somebody i know in colombia so it's we can we can get different we can we can give and receive different things from different people if we live in this world of inclusion and diversity and mixing with different people
1: and and i often think that um you never know where your next teacher comes from. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And, and and another thing is that I have done a lot, you know, wind started up as the name, Women International Networking. But our most important thing is this leadership conference. And it's about networking, but it's about so much more than that. But at the core of it is that we've been moving from a very hierarchical way of operating in society to a more networked base or to a combination of the two. But in a network-based way of organizing society, organizations in our own very life, relationships are so important. And and um yeah, so basically that's our and fault. at the
1: end of the day, like you know, the title of my book is ROR, which is return on relationships, right? So yes. how is it that you invest? Yes. Right? And you're the leader, and I think oftentimes you think, what are the, what are the things that I'm looking for from others to perform? But with the concept that I've come up with, which is based on a lot of research that already exists with authentic leadership, but I include authentic heart leadership is, absolutely you are, you you know, the beacon, but you have to take care of your light first in order to be able to spread that accordingly. And it's a reciprocal uh, back and forth, right? It's not a one way, which is very, like you said, um, you know, autocratic and old school male perspective. Now we're recognizing that, you know, in fact, it could be some one of the youngest people on your team or around yeah. you that may have the solution. So to create yeah. that space, which takes a lot, um, but it, it starts with the leader.
0: It starts with the leader. Yeah. And uh, so it's, and then another thing that I work on a lot and I share a lot is this: to this is about. So we have this authentic leadership, and authenticity means also that I can be true to myself who I am which is an exploration every day you know we discover something but to dare to be true to yourself means also a certain level of courage sometimes and to take the stand and or ethical ethics and aesthetics I think you yeah, take a stand for beauty for nature for a lot of these things and 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 I think that if all women all over the world could could um be aware enough and and strong enough to say no to what's unacceptable immediately the world will change
1: just by that one action
0: just by that one action
1: yeah you know i know um when i was introduced to to, to kristen she uh, was at the un so i'm i'd like to talk a little bit about that and because i think you know what a what a platform and it's amazing yes. that you were there yeah what 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 happened at the UN and, and how did that, now that we talk about your story, which has been amazing, this legacy of women and authenticity and, and being true to yourself, what happened at um, the UN?
0: Yeah. I think maybe that goes into, so when you are as true to yourself as you can be and authentic, and when your relationships are not, necessarily transactional but more synchronistic so working in a feminine way of attracting things or receiving things or being awake to whoever sits next to you uh that maybe you talk to and you don't know but maybe later that could mean something things start happening to you also so um i was by chance introduced to Someone in India who introduced me to somebody else and so on. So I started the work with a group called Global Citizen Forum together with Win, then the head of the Global Citizen Forum. And we got together and said, let's do something in the UN. And then somebody else came along. And there we were in the UN. Well, it wasn't exactly like that. There was a lot of things happening from the A to Z of being in the UN. But but we were there in, in, the, in the big venue, uh, t- together also with CISPOC UN organization. So we held in May timely event on inspiring women uh, to create a more peaceful and sustainable future. And uh, and this was a collaboration where Wynn and myself was in charge of directing and, and producing the event together with these two other organizations. And what happened was that we had a chance to look and, and bring in also a lot of women from businesses, from companies and and. Yeah, and that I think was also important, that it's not only NGO and political leaders that meet in the UN, but we can bring along also women uh, and some men from what they would call in the UN, the private sector, uh, to also see how they can more be a part of creating this change for a more sustainable and more peaceful future. And and this was really step one. We, we plan to take the next step. This was in Geneva. Next step is in New York. In end of 23 or maybe probably twenty twenty four 24 now.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Just, um, you know, when I listen to your path, uh, you know, you must sometimes step back. I'm sure, you know, in, in applying your awareness and say, I'm sure you had this vision embodied in you uh, of something that you wanted to feel. And I, you know, I'm just thinking about, yeah. um, you know, and being lucky enough to be at the 25th um, anniversary of win in Rome when you look back now and if you could kind of, you know, say what you feel right now about um, Hmm. not just men but women. Um,
0: Yeah, I feel like um, when it comes to women, I feel it's almost like it's been a pilgrimage. It sounds strange, but that's the word that comes to me because it's been a, a long dedication and a journey that I felt was my inner journey. And it has been a collective journey because I've related with so many women that have come along in this uprising. So where we are right now, it's both and and 25 years is often referred to as a generation. So it's as if there was an end of an epoch. And it's also such an incredible beginning of the new, where so many of these young women are coming up with confidence and courage. it's like wow it's an amazing time on the one hand but then also looking at the world with war, with many many different challenges right now we are also so needed and I've had for a few years now an extreme deep sense that the world depends on women's dreams being realized and by dreams obviously I mean the vision so and if we can make our dreams, our yearnings, our wishes, our goals, all visions happen, we will be all right. Um, and if we don't, I don't know. I don't know even. But I don't want to go there. But more, there's something now that is a critical moment. And, and, and it's critical that, that that women have a place. And it, I mean, it is happening. Uh, I'm not saying it's happening on its own. It's happening because of people like yourself, myself, all the women have been working on this. But um, it's uh, it's an important moment.
1: And, and no, I, I love that thought, right? It's like, um, what is it that I can do, right? Like, what is it that I can do in my, you know, 10 meter radius around me and to live my passion? And I think of myself, you know, becoming a psychologist and wanting to, because I recognized um, that I needed a voice. Yeah. And then I also in turn wanted to ensure that, anybody that I could interface with. And I decided this, I think quite young, that I wanted to ensure that I chose a path that allowed others' lights to be reflected back. And I did that in age 11. you know, I don't, now I think back and I think, what 11-year-old was thinking that? But because I had had experiences where I felt that I wasn't, my light wasn't shining and the environmental context, going back to the original, was not affording that light to shine, I wanted to ensure that whatever path I took in life, that in fact, I would be a vein to others to yeah. be able to have that, yeah. and that was my that's my legacy and my yeah. leadership story because I really wanted to have voice, but I wanted others to have voice. So it's this, you know
0: yes, it's 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 that it's like yeah, it's like when I was up there in the northern Russia, you know, on my own back twenty twenty six something year ago, and I saw these women; there are so smart. But they can't, they don't have choice, and I wanted them to have choice. So it's it's this and, and the more I travel, the more I thought so I want people to have choice. That was became Absolutely. something for me. And freedom, freedom, freedom. And um, and I wanted freedom too. I moved from a little town in Norway. I started to travel. So it's it's so it's of course we do it for ourselves. Um yeah, it's interesting.
1: So I this has been amazing. What a what a exchange. This has been a space yeah. that anybody listening will enjoy and take something away from it. Yeah. So is there any last words you'd like to share um, yes. before we kind of sign off?
0: Yeah, I think like the last things for all of women, don't take shortcuts, like be be uh, do the right things. I think the time of the good people is here now. It's like do the right things. It's, it's hard sometimes. And still, it's just Walk the path, uh, uh, don't, don't deviate uh, from your dreams, from what you want to do, from what you dream to do and what you long to do. And, and, and do the good things. Uh, some people say, no, it's not possible. And it is possible. That's what yeah. I want to say.
1: <laughs> and I would say before I sign off, I think of, I, I'm a little girl from Trinidad and Tobago. I grew up in a little village called Diamond Village. And I had a dream of wanting to do and make a difference in people's lives. And here I came from that little island to uh, Canada, and anything is possible once you set your it's not it's not an easy road, but don't lose track of, of your dreams and know that with the right synchronicity around you to your point earlier, anything is possible and together we're so powerful but in isolation it would you know we take away the gift of um, light and and yeah possibility to really keep that in mind as you go out there and don't don't lose track of what that vision yeah. um, to look like for you so i'm excited about rome i look forward to meeting yeah. you for anybody that happens to be in yeah. rome, around the it's the it's the 20th to the sweat 22nd of september uh this year
0: oh, um, I was yes.
1: come, and, come <laughs> and join us and spend some time i'll do be doing a um a, a workshop on awareness and, and, and being involved in plenaries, talking about some of the things that Kristen and I have talked about today. So, Kristen, thank you. Thank you. And for everyone thank you. listening, yeah. thanks so much. Thank okay, you. Okay. everyone.
0: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now here's your host, Roxanne Derhaj.